there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. A lot of people have visions, but they are never fulfilled. Just because you have a vision does not mean it will be fulfilled. It will take some extraordinary drive, which is brought about by fire inside of you for the vision to be fulfilled. A lot of people have died bitter because they had a vision which they never fulfilled. There are people who have grown old frustrated. Not every old person is happy. Not every old person that is dying is happy. There are people who are going to the grave very bitter. And they are wishing there were things they could have done. But they were not able to do them. I can't forget one time I went to pray, to pray for one of my members who was in the hospital. And when I went there, I'm telling you, I looked at her. Things were not looking good. You know, you can go and see somebody and things are not looking good. Isn't it? That's why when you are healthy and you are strong, you should serve God with all your heart. Have some fire. You know? And I was, I was talking to her, you know, and, and she started telling me, you know, when God heals me and I come out of this bed, I will really serve God. And she even started repenting, you know, telling me I, I, I'm asking God for forgiveness for being problematic in my department. I really gave my leader a hard time. When the leader says, this Sunday we are wearing red and black, me, I come with yellow and pink. Huh? By the way, this Sunday we are wearing red and black, so that you may know. And she said, I, I'm, I'm repenting, I'm asking God to forgive me. I want, if God gives me another chance, you know, to serve him, I will really serve him. You know, unfortunately, she never made it. So, you can die without fulfilling your vision. Not every vision that you have, you know, can be fulfilled. It will require some extraordinary push. It will require fire. It will require some fire inside of you for that vision to be fulfilled. Why do you need fire? It's because every vision that God gives you will attract a lot of warfare. There are many things that will fight the vision that you have. The moment you write the vision down, the moment you craft that vision, the moment you say this is the vision, like our vision here is to plant, to see a movement of churches planted on strategic locations which will transform ordinary people into ardent followers and foot soldiers of Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor and tell them, why are you quiet when we are reciting our vision? What is our vision? Uh, where are my soldiers? There are people who are quiet when we are talking about our vision. Should we give them a second chance? I don't know why I keep on coming here. The Spirit of God is always leading me. What is our vision? Let's go. To see a movement of churches planted on strategic locations which will transform 
ordinary people into ardent followers and foot soldiers of Jesus. What a vision. Sit down, sit down. They have woken up. Tell your neighbor, recite for me the vision. It's between me and you. I want to hear what you say. If, you have, if your neighbor is murmuring, you lift your hand. Eh? Huh? Anita, you're not talking to your neighbor. Huh? Agnes, you're not talking to your neighbor. Byron, are you talking? Let's say again. Our vision is to see a movement of churches planted on strategic locations which will transform ordinary people into ardent. So the moment you speak the vision, you write the vision, I want you to know warfare has begun. You understand? That's why I'm saying just because you have a vision does not mean it will be fulfilled. Many churches have not even fulfilled half of their vision or a quarter of the vision that God gave the leader of those ministries. So we need fire to drive the vision because the vision will encounter a lot of challenges. The moment you say you want to do something, forces rise against that thing. Now, why do we need fire? Because there are many things that will fight the vision. Number one thing that will fight the vision is demons. Demons. Someone say demons. Demons will fight the vision. That's why you see, when Jesus was born, immediately young boys were being killed. When Moses was born, immediately young kids were being killed. Specifically boys. Yeah. The midwives were told, I mean, if it's a boy, kill him. If it is a girl, let her live. That's why, men, we are few. You are endangered species. Yeah, from the onset, they want us dead. That's why, you see, we have a lot of women in the world. Yeah, when they want a country to defend itself, they send men. So they may go and die. <laughs> Endangered species. So when you have men around you, you should thank God. Yeah, when you have a father figure in your life, thank God. An uncle, thank God. A pastor, thank God. You understand? Yeah. That video that um, Pastor Ken was talking about, I also saw it. And I saw, I, I realized it's, it's a foolish man who is talking. Yeah, he does not understand. Mm. And, and I will show you why he is foolish. Yeah. You know, you know sometimes foolishness, you, 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 when you look at somebody when they are smartly dressed, you might not know if they are foolish until they open their mouth. Just because you're wearing a tie does not mean you're wise. Yeah. We will wait until you open your mouth. Because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the mouth, of the heart rather, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So when you speak, then we can tell what has been filling your, your, your heart. 
Look, if you have a male figure in your life, it's a blessing. It's a, it's a big blessing. Yeah. When my father died, I felt like a cover has been removed from my life. Yeah, it was not easy. It was not easy. I still feel it until today. My biological father. I just want him to be there. You, look, sometimes even your father doesn't have to speak. But if you just know he's there and he's alive. That's, that's, that's. It's, it's a blessing. Yeah. When Pastor Saif lost his father, I was not even in the country. I wish I was there for him. Yeah. I was, I, I was in America when he sent me my, the message. That, you know, we, we just felt very bad and cried. Couldn't come. Because mm-hmm. his father was part of our lives. The last meeting I remember I had with his father was in my office. We were eating lunch together. Was it little lunch? Yeah, we ate lunch. That's the last time I saw him. I, up to today, I've still, I, I still, it's like I, have, I haven't reconciled that he has gone. Hmm? Then a foolish man somewhere says you don't need to call your pastor father. It's because they don't understand. We don't even tell members to call us fathers. Yeah? Yeah? You see, when Pastor Safe calls me dad, he, 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 he knows why he's doing that. Because I've taken the place of a father in his life. Hmm? Pastor Ken here. Alright? So, tell him, but don't listen to foolish, well-dressed people. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. So you are still here? Ama, you are gone. So demons will fight your vision. Tell your neighbor, demons will fight your vision. You'll fight your vision. Demons will fight the vision of the church. Yeah? Fight the vision of the church. That's why you need fire. So that the demons don't quench the fire of the vision that God has given unto you. Hallelujah. And then number two, another force that will fight the vision is people. People who have been influenced by demons. Opposers. Orangutans. Orangus. They will fight the vision. (laughs) Fire is important because your vision must be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Look, even the people that you trust, some of them will rise against you. Yeah, I want to prepare my young pastors who are growing up. Look, you have not started ministry until your own children fight you. Yeah, the children you have given birth to. If you have not reached that level, you, you are still in you're, you're still growing. Yeah. You have not started ministry until the warfare is from within. Yeah? You, you, you have not matured in kinship until Absalom comes after you. Yeah. It's after your chair, he's after your privileges, and he's even after your wife. Huh? 
And then what happens is God comes in and vindicates you. You, you're, you're not even fighting as a father. God himself says, okay, let me handle this for you. Oppose us. That's why you need fire. Mm -hmm. You need what? Somebody shout fire. fire. Another thing that will work against your vision is lack of resources. There are things you want to do, but because you don't have money, you are humble. <laughs> true or not true? Yes. Even some of you, there are sins you cannot commit because they are expensive. <laughs> Even if you want to go and sin in Mombasa in the morning and in the evening you come back, it's too expensive for you. You cannot afford a flight. So you go and sin in a bush. Ask your neighbor, is, are you the one pastor is talking about? <laughs> Do you know they say that money reveals who you are? Yeah. Money reveals who you are. That's why when you don't have money, please develop very strong character. Yeah. Be a very strong man. Be a very strong woman. Because some of you may, when you get money, you will think of a second wife. The reason why you can't marry a second wife is because you cannot sustain. You cannot afford. You cannot pay. Even paying rent for yourself is a problem. So you don't want to add another one. But if you had the ability. It's very quiet in here. If you had the ability to sustain five women. You all, and you give all of them soft life. <laughs> or seven women to cover seven days in a week. With a timetable. Monday, I am in Sokimau. Tuesday, I'm in Lovington. Wednesday, I'm in Runda. Thursday, I'm in Mombasa. Friday, I am in Rwanda. Saturday, I am in Naivasha. Sunday, you are where? <laughs> so it's the same with vision. When you don't have resources, it can become a challenge. When we started the church, I remember even buying a microphone was not easy. Just a microphone. Those days it was, I think, 4,500. And, it, and it's not wireless. Hey, it was not easy. Yeah, it was not easy. When you hear somebody say, we need a microphone. Pastor Dennis used to say, I, we, need, we need like two microphones. I used to develop a headache. Two microphones, 4,500. About 7,000. You don't want to think about it. You know, so it used to take us a while to buy a microphone. Yeah. 9,000 shillings was like, hey, mercy. 9,000. Mm. 
without the cable, that's just the microphone. So two, 4,500, 4,500, that's 9,000. Then now the cable. And then now the, the specons, I don't know what. Hey, you feel like you're developing pressure. Then you bring the microphone after sacrificing to buy. Then you are told after two weeks he's not working. Ah, you feel like you feel like Mungu nifunze kunyamaza. So resources are important for vision. Amen. When when resources are there, the vision will be completed. But even when there are no resources, what will keep you going is the fire. Is the fire. That's what will keep you going. Because sometimes resources are not there. But the fire will keep you going. The fire becomes the fuel that drives the vision. And I get an amen. amen. Look, even us moving here, it's not that we had all the money at once. Yeah, we just had the fire to settle. Fire to settle, and I told people we are settling, we are moving, we are moving, we are moving. Sometimes I'm saying we are moving, and there is no money to move. The finance people are listening to me and wondering what is our pastor saying. One time I told them when we were in the initial place where we started, we are moving to a new location, which was like three times what we were paying. They were looking at me and they were wondering where are we going to get the money from, and we moved. Even me, I don't know where the money came from. I think angels also brought offerings. Within a month, actually. And we moved. Yeah? Then here, I also announced, in March, we are marching here. No toilet. Nothing. Black cotton, whatever. Yeah? I used to come here and sit here with Macau. And I look at this. One time, I came and sat down here, and I looked at this area, and I said, Hey, Lord, if you don't come through, your, your servant will be embarrassed. I saw the amount of work that needs to be done here. And the amount of money we had. It was not matching. So one time we came here. Then we say, ah, so we have come here. Let's do something. We started encouraging ourselves. Let's do something. It was Pastor Mary, Macau. Let's do something. We say, Macau, bring the earth movers. We want to do something. We want to excavate up to here. Then they gave me instructions. They told me what we can do. Let's just remove the top layer and then we can work. Yeah, the shrubs, whatever. Then they left. I don't know where you guys went. You went to get the poles, these concrete poles. So they left me in charge of the project. (laughs) When they came back, they couldn't believe what they saw. So, me, I was there. The guy was removing the shrubs. Then I say, ah, this is not a good work. I told him, Ebu, go deeper a little bit. <laughs> so, the guy went deep, deep. I say, mm, go again deeper. Then he went deep, deep, deep. Then I say, are you feeling something down there? He said, we have to go deeper. I say, go. Then he went deep. Then he said, I can feel something. He said, I told him, start from there now. Hmm. These guys, when they came back, they were traumatized. They said, what have you done? I told them, I felt 
if we go deeper, it's better. <laughs> but I didn't know what I'm getting myself into. I thought that thing will take one hour. Oh, two hours, three hours, four hours. We had to get another earth mover to move so that we can excavate the area we wanted. We were living here at what time? 10 p.m., I think, in the night, either 9 or 10. Very late in the night. When I went home, it dawned on me. The Iki to Zirais. It just dawned on me that this thing is not easy. Oh, yeah. But what kept me going was what? Fire. The fire. So we didn't have all the, some, some of you think we had all the money, we just came and settled. No. It's, it's the fire. It's the fire to settle. A little here, a little here, a little here, a little here. We, we do this, we do this, we do this. Even, even this building, we are building it with fire. Oh yes, we are building it with fire. Look at what we've been able to do. 82 pillars have been done. The bases have been done. Yeah. Now we have done backfilling. Yeah, it has costed us over half a million. Actually, it's more. Yeah, backfilling. Yeah, you see, if you've never built, you'll never understand what I'm saying. Because if you go there right now, you will not even see the bases. And if I tell you what we have spent, you will think I am not honest. That's why I always take you there. So that you can see. But some of you, even if I go there, you don't come. Tell your neighbor, you can really be stubborn sometimes, isn't it? So now, what I've done, I am forcing you to go and park there. So every Sunday we'll be parking there for a while. So at least you go and connect with what is happening there. What is driving your pastor is fire. The fire to see the house of God built. Yeah. The fire to see the house of God built and established. Because the vision will always be challenged by resources. Especially ministry will always be challenged by resources. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And, and, and I can tell you for free. Most of the people who are in our churches are stingy. It's very quiet. It's very, very quiet now. It's like I've, I've poured water on all of you. You have become freezers. You are resisting. You are resisting my message. Huh? It's like you are resisting my message. You don't want me to say what I'm saying. Some of you, even your faces have changed. The way you are looking at me. Huh? You, you, you want to mute me. But my microphone is working. Yeah, it's working. It's, it cannot be muted. Most of the believers who come to our churches are stingy. Yeah. Statistics are showing that only like 20%, and that is if you're doing very well, 20%. Of the members who come to the church are the ones who are paying their tithe faithfully. 20%. And those are the churches which are doing well. But an average church, 10%. Yeah. We are preaching to stingy believers. They shout amen when we prophesy. But they change their faces when it's time to give. 
Tell your neighbor, and they are here. Look at what churches have been able to do with only 10% of believers tithing. Churches are building schools. Churches are building cathedrals. Churches are buying land. Can you tell me, can you imagine what will happen if we have 100% tithing Christians in our churches? What is keeping these pastors going is fire. It's not money. If it was money, most of the pastors could have quit long time ago. It is fire. It is fire. Yeah. Even when we collect the offering, some people are not happy. Yeah, they are not happy. Look, I'm not afraid of your faces. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm not afraid of your faith. I'll tell you the truth. It is fire that keeps us going. Yeah. And most of these believers, they will never spend money in church, but they will spend money at CJ's without feeling guilty. Tran, eh? Where? KFC drive through. They will spend all these monies. They will go to Carnival for Churchill to entertain them, to make them laugh. And they will pay VVIP without feeling guilty. Please, those who are seated, you're not intimidating me. I'll not be quiet. I'll still, I'll still talk. Don't think when you sit down, I'll keep quiet so that we may continue. <laughs> what drives pastors is the fire. And I'm preaching to you so that you understand. You understand that many genuine pastors are not in this thing for money. Is the fire. Even when they want to quit, the fire burns. Even when they want to be quiet, the fire burns. Even when they want to call you, oh, what you topic, the fire burns. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? So you need to style up and realize that it's through your giving that you get blessed. Not your stinginess. It's through your giving that you get blessed. It's through giving and generosity and partnering with the work of God that God begins to bless you. But many pastors is the fire. Is the fire. So ask your neighbor for me. Are you a faithful tither? Mm -hmm. Some of them don't even know what tithe is. Tithe is. Explain to them what tithe is. <laughs> Are you a faithful tither? Are you a faithful giver? It, it takes faithfulness for you to remain faithful. For you to remain, for you to remain generous rather. It takes faithfulness. Are we together? Oh yes. It is the fire. Is the fire is the is the fire that keeps on is the fire is the fire. Look, even most of the guys who work in the fine the finance department in the church, even sometimes they get shocked. Because they look at the figures, they look at what is happening, they look at the figures, they look at the, they just realize it's the fire of God that keeps us going. 
Isn't it? Do you know if all of you tithed faithfully, maybe we'll never even do a harambe. Look, I've, I've used the word faithful. Because some of you, you get a million, but you tithe 5,000. To ease your conscience. Yeah, just to say, oh, at least I put something in there. In the offering basket or tithe or whatever. Look at the way you are sad. But I'm still not intimidating. You will not unfreeze. You will not freeze me. You will not shut me down. You will not mute me. We came to a fire conference. I came to revive you. Are we together, somebody? Yeah, yeah, sit down. We are, we are talking. So it's fire that keeps pastors going. Yeah. If it was not fire, I could have given up a long time ago when the church was brought down. I could have given up a long time ago. Another thing is unforeseen forces that come up. Yeah. Which will fight the vision. You need fire. Unforeseen forces, like what we experience. I'm seated in the office, graders come and they start pulling down the church with no reason. No clear reason. In fact, this last week I was there and I met one of the guys who works there and I was asking him, so how did the case go? He says, the owner is winning the case because nobody has come forward to say that they claim the land and, the, and ha, nobody has come forward to explain why they invaded his land. So you can see that somebody was jealous. There was an, a, a, a force, a diabolic force that was against the church. Yeah, I could have told everybody now, look for any church you can go to. This thing, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm out. Let me take my wife. Let's go and sell spare parts. Huh? Isn't it? Yeah. Or do you think we can't sell spare parts? Yeah. I can just go for a short course for one month. How to sell. And then my wife is a very good business lady. Yeah. Chumai Dubai, Chumai Dubai, Chumai Dubai, Chumai Dubai. Inatoka Germany, inatoka Germany, inatoka Germany. Original, 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 original. Usinunue fake. Hii ni original, 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 original. Chuma ya kamera, chuma ya kamera, chuma ya kamera, chuma ya kamera. <laughs> the best prize in town. But the fire kept me going. Look, they demolished the church. We never missed a service even a single day. Even that Friday, we had a service. With, we, we lit our phones and I preached. In a dark place, everybody lifted up their phones like this while I'm preaching. That Sunday, we had a service. Arise and shine. You even remember the sermon. Wow. Arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Yes. You understand? Oh, yes. Mm. It's the fire. And I moved the church seven kilometers. From where it was. Seven kilometers, I'm telling you. Look, and I was, I was not even afraid that people would leave. Nah. Yeah. Because even if we stayed there, some people could still have left. 
People don't live because of proximity. People live because they have lost the fire. Are we together? Yeah. And I said, we are moving. You are either with us or against us. And we moved. And we are here. And now we are building. And soon we shall finish. It's the fire that keeps us going. Hey! Somebody shout yes in this house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the fire. It's the fire. That's what I'm telling you. There are many things against the vision. If you don't have this fire, you will give up. Yeah. Reverend CEO, we can't give up. Oh yes, we can. We cannot give up. We must preach. Two people come, we preach. Three people come, we preach. Ten people come, we preach. Twenty come, we preach. Fifty come, we preach. Sixty come, we preach. We keep preaching. Because there is fire inside of us. Sit down, sit down, sit down. So lay your hands on your neighbor and tell them, receive the fire for ministry. Habakkuk chapter 2. This fire is very important. Very important. Look. How many are married here? If the fire dies, the marriage is dead. Oh, yes. Yeah, the fire has to be there. If the fire goes out of the window, you become now roommates. You started as bedmates. Now you're roommates. Then from roommates, you become housemates. <laughs> then before you know it, he's now brother and sister. Then you say, you work, I work. You can pay rent for yourself, I can pay rent for yourself. Goodbye. Me, I'm always lighting fire with this woman. You have to keep the fire burning. Because I remember the first time I saw her. I've been seeing women, but this one was different. Her smile. Hmm. I remember her hairstyle. It was killing me, I'm telling you. And her nails. Ah. I feel the Holy Ghost. Then one day I told her, can I tell you what I told you? Can I tell you? He's like, you don't want me to to tell you what I told her. Can I tell you? You know, she used to wear very long dresses. I told her, my dear, please do something for me. I, I need to see your legs. So why don't you wear something short for me so I can see what I'm getting into. Hey, 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 wait. Then she did that. But it was a struggle. She said, I've never done this. You know, I've never worn this. And I said, just do it for me. When I saw her, I said, oh my goodness. Is this what you've been hiding from me? My Lord and my God. I became a prophet. 
Anyway, Habakkuk chapter 2. You people. You are leading me to carnality. Uh, but then she has very beautiful legs. Amazing legs. Wow. Beautiful legs, I'm telling you. I have a chape high heel. Aish. I don't ask your cue. Watch and kunyo maj. Look at jealous people are not happy for me. Habakkuk chapter 2. Look, if you're offended, that is your problem. I sense like somebody here is offended. Hmm? He brought us to a conference to talk about his wife. Especially the people who are seated are the ones. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Sit down. Habakkuk chapter 2. I'm trying to read this verse. We are talking about fire drives vision. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Hallelujah. Mm, what a wife. Beautiful wife. Mm, beautiful wife. Even when I pass here, I feel like being slain. I need ashes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, sh- I should avoid that avenue. <laughs> It's a love avenue. (laughs) Look at jealous people behind there. Uh, Where are they? Are you seeing them? (laughs) Sit down. Habakkuk chapter 2. Verse 1. I thought I read verse 1. It's the love avenue that is mixing me up. Now, verse 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Look at that. And make it plain on tablets that he may run. Who reads it? So, there is no running without reading. You have to understand the vision before you run with it. That's why I keep on speaking about the vision so that you may catch it. Alright? Alright, look at the next verse. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. So even as you run after the vision, you need to know that every vision has the day of fulfillment. Appointed time for every vision. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Now, at the beginning, the visionary speaks about the vision. But it will get to a place where the visionary did not, will not need to speak about the vision, but the vision will speak 
for itself. You will not even need to hear the visionary speak. You will see the vision being fulfilled. Yeah, we are getting there. I say we are getting there in the name of Jesus. Very soon we are getting there in Jesus' name. We will see churches all over the place. In the 47 counties in this country. In African nations. In all the continents of the world. The vision will speak. Shout a better amen. amen. Though it tarries. Because it can tarry. Wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now, between the speaking yeah, and the fulfillment of the vision, where the vision speaks, what will keep you in between here is the fire. You know, I remember when we started the church, I was preaching because my vision was a mega church and it's still a mega church. I'm a pastor of a mega church. I think you didn't hear what I said. I say I'm a pastor of a mega church. And a mega ministry. I believe in a mega church. Oh yeah. So I was preaching. Preaching. Like I was preaching to many people. And the church was very small. In fact, even this congregation is big. One concerned sister after the service. Yeah. 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 Concerned sister. I thought she was coming for a prayer request. Special prayers. He said, Pastor, I've been seeing the way you preach and I'm a bit concerned. I say, why? He said, I, I see the way you shout. You use a lot of strength, energy. And it's like you're speaking to many people. Pastor, we are here. We are few. Talk to us. We will hear, we will hear what you're saying. <laughs> I told her, when I stand, I don't just see you. I see multitudes. So she was trying to dampen my fire. But she did know it is vision. The vision that I had that was making me very passionate. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, this last week I was walking there and God was showing me how this church will be filled with people. Yeah. Many, many people. The Bible says, though it tarries, it can tarry. But just wait for it. Yeah. That waiting is where the fire is needed. Yeah, because the fire will keep you going as you wait for the fulfillment of the vision. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, wait for it. Tell them again, wait for it. So I, I am praying that you have fire so that you don't give up. You don't look around and say, hey, this vision that pastor was talking about, how comes it's not being fulfilled? Wait for it. The fire will keep you going as you wait for the fulfillment of the vision. Hmm. The numbers have turned red. Number three, fire, sustained fire ignites others. Sustained fire ignites others. 
Bring these candles here. I want to show you something. Tell your neighbor, fire is contagious. You see, when you're filled with the fire for God, what happens is that fire will start infecting those who are around you. Sustained fire ignites others. These are three candles. I don't know if you're able to see. Maybe you should put it up here. But are you able to see down here? Maybe you should put it up here. I want to I wanna demonstrate something here. All of you know what candles are, isn't it? We didn't bring red candles because it's not the occasion for red candles. I want you to light one candle. Are you able to see here? Mr. Cameraman, are you able to zoom? Now, I wish all these other candles were, were able to stand by themselves like this. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, hey, experience. <laughs> the experience of blackouts. I never knew that, by the way. Mercy. Now, this one candle has fire. The wick is on fire, isn't it? So I want you to try and light these other candles. There is something that is happening here. He is able to distribute the fire from one candle to the other, but the fire in the original candle. is still intact. That's what I'm telling you. Fire is contagious. And as you distribute your fire to somebody else, it does not diminish. It doesn't die down. In fact, now the place has become more brighter because we have more people who are on fire. And that's why it's not good to only have one person who is on fire. We want the entire system to be fiery. So look at your neighbor and tell them, please, don't be a freezer around me. Because one fire can do so much. But if we have fire here, fire there, fire here, fire here, fire here, the entire church will be full of the fire. I spread the fire of the Holy Ghost to everyone in this room right now in the name of Jesus. Receive the fire. Receive the fire for God. Receive the fire for ministry. Shout, I receive it. Sit down. Let's go deeper. You can blow the candles. Or we should let them burn. Let them burn. It's a beautiful thing. Hmm? That's why, look, some of you right now, you should become a firebrand. No? And give people fire. Isn't it? Yeah. Start, start, start igniting others. My shepherds, are you here? I want you to lit a fire. 
in your department and in your CMGs. Lit a fire there. You should not be the only one with fire. Everybody in that group should have fire. Hallelujah. We send fire in every department. We send fire in every CMG. We send fire in every shepherd. We send fire in all our branch churches. Shout yes. We need fire in COT Umoja. Fire. COT Makindu. We need fire. Yeah. And you see as we are distributing the fire, it will never diminish. Look at that. The place is even brighter. It's amazing. What do you think? Hmm? Sit down, sit down. Hmm? Now, as I said at the beginning, fire is contagious. I remember when I started following Bishop Doug, I went to the church he passed us. And we went there. Pastor Mary, you are with you. We went for an evening service. And something was ignited in me. This last week he was celebrating 60 years. I did a video for him. Celebrating, celebrating 60 years. Look at what he's, uh, he's, he's been able to achieve. 60 years. 60 years. He's built a thousand cathedrals all over the world. They have crossed their thousand miles. Great works. Now he's in Madagascar doing a crusade at the beach and people are coming. At the beach. Yeah. He has a pastor's conference in countries for three days and people come. He came here. Fika. He did a crusade and he did a conference and we went. And we were there for three days. Pastor Ranson was there. I think Pastor Daido came as well. We were there. Three days. I said, mm, these Kenyans, they can come for meetings in the morning. For three days. And we were driving to Thika. Some, some even went there and stayed there. You stayed there? Yeah. Ah, Nikasama, oh, they just want to come on Sunday. I said, no. I am acquiring that fire to also have conferences during the day. And you come and sit. I teach, I teach, I teach, I preach, I teach, I prophesy. Oh, yes. Look, it's happening. It's happening. I acquired something from him. Anyway, when I was there, I looked around and it was a service of young people. Service of young people. And they had filled that place. Young people. Young. You know young people, you can see them. They are not big. They are slender, small. Yeah, even this one is small. The problem is your eyes. You are not looking nicely. This one is small. Yeah. Young. And vibrant. And excited. And they would filled the place. There's a day he gathered 25,000 young people. Hey, God spoke to me that day. Something was boiling. So I told Pastor Mary, I'm feeling something. I need to do something for the young people. I need to do something. Then we left Ghana. 
I think we were coming back. Then we went to America. When I was there, oh, the thing didn't leave me. I have to do something. It's like I caught the fire for running a youth ministry when I was there. I, I agonized. I agonized. I looked at our youth ministry here. It was on crutches. It was weak. I think they were just having what you call a, a Bible study. You know what a Bible study is? Yeah. I prayed, I prayed. By the time I was leaving America, I had already made up my mind. I said, I'm coming to take over the youth church. So I said, second service is for young people. I'm moving the young people from the tent. They will be here. I'll pastor them. I'll preach for them. I'll preach to them. Yeah. First service, I wear my suit, my tie, to make these legions feel comfortable. So they feel like he's one of us. In second service, I dress down. My young people, are you in the house? <laughs> Look at the way the legends are traumatized. And we started a service that had 20 young people, 30 young people, and it started growing and growing. Last Sunday, we crossed the 100 mark. You know, we, are, we have given ourselves a target of 200 young people. So we are 70 people shy of 200. Hmm? My young people, are you here? Come here. These are my young people. I love these guys. I love their passion. They make me feel young. Asaf, what's up? You're not happy for these people, you guys. Oh? And some of them have just joined the church recently. How old are you in the church? Like five Sundays. Yeah. Let me see. Anyone who is new here? Who else is new? Oh. Ivy, where is Ivy? Come, come, come. How old are you in the church? Four Sundays. Four Sundays in the church. And, and do you love the church? Are you enjoying the church? Yes, I do. And you? Of course. Yeah. What, what was your first experience when you came? It was very lively. Very lively. Yeah. He's already a shepherd. He's already a shepherd, by the way. Yeah. Who else is new? How old? Two Sundays. Uh, I was brought by uh, one soloist here. Who is, uh, who is very... Uh, who is the soloist that brought this? Madam Julie. Julie. Yes, Madam Julie. Madam Julie. Madam Julie brought her... This one. <laughs> Madam Julie.
Lorraine, you've been with us for how long? Um, since 2019. Since 2019. But she was a shy girl in the background. Now she's coming out. By the way, she sits, she sits in front when I'm preaching. She's an, like an elder in the TYC service. Yeah. Branwell, how long? Uh, three years. Three years Branwell has been with us. His brother is Sam. Where is Sam? Sam, where is Sam? Hey, Sam is here. Yeah, Big Sam. They call him Big Sam. He's the landlord. Which, who else is new? Chacha. How old? Uh, one Sunday. One Sunday. How do you find the church? Uh, it's really welcoming. And uh, I, I, I enjoy my time here, honestly. Enjoy your time. Beautiful. And this gentleman got saved last Sunday. How have you been? Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. Are you enjoying salvation? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Wow. And he's a nephew to Pastor Steve. Yes. Are you saying God is moving? And you, how, how long have you been with us? Around seven months. Seven months. Yeah, there's a day we watched her, so now she's very happy. Yeah. Look, all these people, if I did not acquire the fire, where will they be today? Hmm? They will be wearing crocs with socks and hoodies, walking on Kiungani Road, passing time. Yeah. Pavilion. Then we have Dr. Felix. This is a doctor. He's a veterinary doctor. He's been with us for a while. How long? From 2019. From 2019. Very focused young man. Yeah, he's a doctor. He treats animals. And he's getting married. Yeah. And the wife is somewhere here, isn't it? Uh, the wife is around. That is who? <laughs> and we have a dancing group here. This girl can dance. You also dance as well. Yeah. And, and we want them to do all these things in church. Yeah. It's because of the, the fire. I, I acquired fire yeah, from a man who is running a youth ministry. It has become a church. Amen. So we have a big vision for the young people. Yeah, we will have our own facility. We'll have our own land. We'll build our own church. A church for young people. We'll also plant churches. You see, the other day, you know, God just spoke to me that we are going to identify institutions and we're going to plant TYC next to learning institutions, especially universities, to target young people. So TYC will be a church on its own. Yeah, and in future, it will have a young bishop. See this fire here. Yeah, I don't know what, what is happening here. What is going on here?
Huh? These people are aging prematurely. What is going on? Fire is transferable. You can go back. Thank you. Run as you go. Fire is, is transferable. Hey, it's already true. How? Judges chapter 15. Okay, they have given me 17 minutes. Judges, please acquire the fire. Receive the fire. I say acquire the fire. Receive the fire. Hallelujah. Yes, and some of these young people you are seeing here, I'm going to ordain some of them as pastors. Mm. That's why I'm telling you, even you old people, become young. Some of you are too old, even God cannot use you. The way you talk to God, you cannot use it. Ashes, deep freezer, oh, boo, 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 many things. Hmm? Lucy, many things you do, boo, 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 until God cannot even recognize what you are saying. <laughs> I hope she's changing. Judges. Judges chapter 15, verse 3. Are we together? In the, in the evening, I have a very powerful message for you. Hmm? In the evening, I'll be talking to you about types of fire in the Bible. <laughs> Judges. Let's read from verse from verse 3. Is the lunch ready? <laughs> Who shouted yes? It's Grace, isn't it? Millicent. It's Millicent. Who? Who? Rose? Huh? It's Jackie. Uh, okay. Judges chapter 15. And Samson said to them, This time I shall be blameless, regardless, regarding the Philistines, if I harm them. Verse 4. Then Samson went and caught 300 foxes. What a man. He caught 300 foxes. If you watch National Geographic and see how foxes are sly, it's not easy even to catch one. Even a lion cannot catch a fox. Yeah, I saw a lion, it was eating, and a fox came and wanted even a piece of the meal. And the fox bothered the lion. 
Yeah. It was going around and, 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 and biting the bum bum. When the lion turns, the guy has run away. Then he comes back again. He really, really, you know, disturbed that lion. Foxes are very fast, very sharp. They are agile animals. Samson catches 300 foxes. If that's not an anointing, then I don't know what an anointing is. That's a serious anointing. 300 foxes. Hey, that's an amazing man. You know, I was studying about Samson. I say, oh God, give me the anointing of this guy. That was serious anointing. Caught 300. And then, what did he do? He turned the foxes tail to tail. 300. How do you do it? You have only two hands. You turn them tail to tail. Then you put a torch between each of each pair of the tails. A torch is burned wood. It's like you're tying the, the tails together and then with, with the burning wood in between. Then you tie them. Then he set the torches on fire. And then something else happened. He let the foxes. That's an anointing. He even directs the foxes where to go. And they are going in pairs. <laughs> and their tails are burning. And he released them into the fields of the Philistines. Standing grain of the Philistines. And burned up both the shocks and the standing grain. As well as the vineyards and olive grooves. The fire that he released on the foxes is the same fire that was released on the Philistines' fields. And the entire harvest was raised to the ground. That's what I'm telling you. Fire is contagious. Yeah. Fire is contagious. You can transfer fire. And I pray you'll transfer fire. The last one. Because my time is up. We are talking about Reasons why we must maintain fire. The last one, number four. Sustained fire maintains persistence. Sustained fire maintains persistence. Nehemiah chapter four, verse seven. Nehemiah chapter four, verse seven. Madam Julie, there is a gentleman you invited who sings very well. Is he the one? He's the one. Hey. Where is he? Come back. Where's that gentleman? Come, 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 come. Sing one song. Which song can you sing? I just want people to hear your voice. Hello. Uh, I'm a Taspian. I'm an actor. I don't sing. So. Yes. Okay, act. All right. 
What is a thespian? Uh, for today, uh, a thespian is a, is a writer, a script writer, and a director of the same. Uh, in simple terms. So you need to see this gentleman here. Come here, Aura. Aura is in charge of our drama, and he does a lot of script. In fact, they have a play for us on Sunday. So you need to work together. We see what you guys can produce. All right. Isn't it? So we'll spare you today. So our time is coming. But you're very handsome. Nehemiah chapter 4. I am not going where you are taking me. I refuse in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now it happened. Can we read together? When Sanballat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were beginning to be closed, that they became very angry. They were tired and they were mad. They were jealous of Nehemiah's success. Yeah. Look, I, have, I am now 45, going to 46. Am I 46 going to 47? Three years time, I'll be 50 years old. Hey. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm looking at the fifth floor. But one thing I've learned, look, as I'm growing old, please, I want you to know, I'm not growing old alone. You too. We are in this together. Yeah, so don't say, hey, no, you're also in it. Yeah, you're also in it. Tell your neighbor, you're also in it, my friend. If, if I add three, you also add three to you. We are together. Yes, I will never walk alone. Reverend CEO, we are together in this. I can't even see your head. We are together in this. It's not easy. Yeah. It's no longer a hairstyle, it's natural. Yeah. You, 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 you get to a place, you don't even visit the barber shop, you just go for trimming. <laughs> so I have, I have discovered look a certain level of success will attract envy and jealousy alright a certain level of success will attract envy and even jealousy. Yeah. That's why you see when your church is small and you're struggling to buy a microphone, nobody is envious of you. But nobody wants your problems. When the church buys land, when the church starts building, envy, jealousy. There are people who leave the church not because they have a problem with the pastor, but because they are jealous. 
You understand? And I want to tell you something. Look, don't feel bad when your pastor is doing well. As he's going up, you're also going up. It's a blessing. You see this story here. They were jealous of what Nehemiah was doing and they were not happy. Yeah. Yeah. When people come together, they say, let's do something for the pastor. You should not feel bad. You should be happy. Do unto others what you want others to do unto you. You should be happy. You should be at the forefront. You're getting what I'm saying? You see, before I started traveling, I was taking my father to the airport. My pastor. I used to take him to the airport. Drive him. One time I drove him from Bungoma to Nairobi. Yes. And we were even almost missing. In fact, he was to take a plane in Eldoret. Those days I used to be in Bungoma. So we drove, drove, go to Eldoret. The plane had just taken off. So we continued with the journey. I drove with him. The two of us in the car. We came up to Nairobi. I brought him to the airport. Then I had to drive back alone. Yeah. So many people, so many. My pastor used to go and travel. I used to take him to the airport and say bye. And as I was saying bye, I say one day I will also travel. You, you can't even come to the airport to receive your pastor because there's a potato. There's a potato that is, is, is here. It is killing you. You say, even if it's your toto. When the pastor, that's why you see many pastors cannot even take pictures. Yeah, they can't take pictures when they are at the beach. Because the moment they post it, you see now, Unona Taithiangu. And most of the people who talk like that, they never even tithe. Deep freezer. Yeah? When Tobias saw, when Tobias saw, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm always praying for Pastor Steve. I say, Pastor, may God bless Pastor Steve. Because I asked, who, who came up with this idea of buying from Yaka? It was started by him and a few guys. Yeah. So his life will never remain the same. And, and, and he told me, some of you resisted it. There was a Tobias, Sanballat, Ammonites, Ashdodites, and the Arabs. Are they here? Hmm? How many of you want a nice car? Receive it in Jesus' name. I say receive a nice car in the name of Jesus. How many want to live in a beautiful house? Receive it in the name of Jesus. Okay, sit down. 
So you, you want it and you don't want it for your pastor. Tell your neighbor that's witchcraft. They were jealous. But there's something I want you to see. Verse 8. Some of you think I've lost my script. And all of them conspired together to come and attack Jerusalem and create confusion. Look, anytime you engage in a project as a church, there will be elements that will try and bring confusion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a story recently. I laughed. Should I say it or should I not say it? Should I say it or should I not say it? Anyway, let me not say it. Verse 9. Nevertheless. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, relax. The conference is still on, so relax. Nevertheless. There was confusion. Somebody was bringing confusion to stop the project. Look, as we are building, be wary of people who want to bring confusion. You understand what I'm saying? Be wary of those people. There are people who want to bring confusion so that we lose momentum for building of God's house. Yes. Yeah. They bring confusion by taking away the money we have brought together for their wedding. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, Nevertheless, you don't want me to say it. You are now quiet. That is confusion. That's confusion. Bad confusion. We raise money for you, for your wedding. Then you disappear with the money. Look, I want to make an announcement here. Can I make an announcement? If you are going to be appointed to be a chairman of any wedding committee, the committee should control the money. That is a directive. If you are going to get married in this church, the committee will control the finances. We are not putting money in your account. Not anymore. So that when you behave funny, uh, we start returning money to people. You, you gave how much? Take yours. You, you gave how much? Yes. Go and eat. Because some people are taking advantage of us. They are taking advantage of our generosity. They are taking advantage of our niceness. We are not foolish. We have become wise. This is your jinga bana. Why are you bringing confusion? Ask your neighbor, why are you bringing confusion in the house of God? And we are building. This side is very quiet. Are these are, these are the ones who are supporting them or what? bringing confusion. We are, we, are, we are building the church 
we are sacrificing to even raise monies for you, you have a nice wedding. And then you misbehave. Ah, sisi wajinga. Tutawaramba. Someone say, Confusion. And look, I want to tell you something. I want all of you to be specialists of detecting confusion and dealing with it. Because the Bible says God is not the author of confusion. <laughs> are we together? Yeah. Right now, we are building. We need order when we are building. So when you come to us to help you, we will help you. But you need to know it's a sacrifice. Yeah, because we have other things we are doing. Better things, better things. Bring our money back. And some of you, some of you, you are in some of these pages and you don't say anything. When something goes wrong, you are quiet. We are also suspecting your loyalty. Why are you not saying anything? Why are you not correcting the confusion that is in that page? Why are you quiet? I don't know why I find myself Ni kama tochi ya Roho Mtakatifu inamulika mulika hapa. Tell your neighbor you cannot be quiet when there is confusion. Look, God has not called you to be popular. God has called you to do the right thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. We should do the right thing. Yeah. Because we are not playing politics. We are doing church. And church has to be done the right way. There has to be order. In fact, I'm even changing rules now. Anybody who comes to this church and we don't know you and you say you want to get married, give us one year. Ah, give us one year. If you're in a hurry, go to another church. Oh, you know, I used to be here. Then I left. The Lord spoke to me. I have come back. My wedding is in August. Uh, 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 uh. 12 months. And if you are their friends and you want to go and tell them, go and tell them. It doesn't move me. Who is that who is very quiet when 
I am preaching and saying very deep things. Who? Sit down, I tell you something. I told you at the beginning, I told you at the beginning that all my stories are true. So if you do well, you'll be an, a good example of my stories. If you do a bad thing, you'll be a bad example of my stories. That's what I'm telling you. All my stories are Nevertheless, we made prayer to our God and because of them, we set a watch against them day and night. The guys who brought confusion. Nehemiah said, we have to watch them. So we are not going to sleep. We will work day and also we will work at night. Because we have seen some people who have come to try and stop us from building the walls of Jerusalem. So we will not sleep. We will deal with them the way I am dealing with them right now. I cannot sit here and I let somebody come and destroy the sheep that God has brought under my care. I will fight for your soul. I will fight for your serenity. I will fight for your peace. I will fight for your prosperity. I will fight for you as your shepherd. Oh yes. I can't be quiet. I cannot be quiet. Are we understanding one another? Yes. yes, I cannot be quiet. And I want to say, may that money never help them. I've said it. May it never help them. Because they lied. May it never help them. Verse 10. Look at the way you are feeling sorry. <laughs> Me, I'm not. The Bible says, and the curse will enter the house of a thief, will consume his timber until everything in his house is finished. You can never escape. When you are a thief, the curse is with you. This is now fire conference. We hire and we fire. Verse 10. Then Judah said the strength of the laborers. Look at that. Because of these people who are bringing confusion. The people who are working and they excited. Remember when you read Nehemiah from the first verse. People were psyched up. They had the mind. You remember? They had the mind to work. They were excited. They were working. And then these guys brought confusion. Look at the aftermath. Judah came and reported to the leader. Says the strength 
of the lepers, the same guys who had a mind to work. They were having fire. They were having excitement. They were full of passion and enthusiasm. But when I look at them, it's like their strength is failing. And there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. And if you're a member of this church, don't attend that wedding. Even if you're in the line, send them a message and tell them I resigned from the line. There are many lines. That's not the only line. You're not very happy with me today. Those who are going to be Tell them, I have resigned. There are so many lines. Dr. Felix will bring one line. O'Brien will bring another line. Omega, there is another line coming. Omega is bringing another line. It is coming. Madam Julie is bringing another... Cedric is bringing another. There are so many. Miriam is bringing another. There's, there's so many lines. <laughs> Nandwa. Lusikash, are you bringing another line? Yes. So if you are going to be in that wedding, look, and I'm very serious. Step down. I don't endorse it. I don't agree with it. I don't support it. And I'm not part of it. If you go, you're on your own. And I remember I've said that money will never help them. I'm a shepherd. I protect the sheep. Look, you can't attack my member and I smile with you. Oh. You will not even know what has hit you. Hey, remember, don't joke with pastor's sheep. You know one time, one day I'll stand before God and you'll ask me, I gave you this one, I gave you. Did you fight for them? I'll say, yes, I did. Even in my preaching, man, I was fighting for these souls. Then we say, enter into my rest. Thou good and faithful servant. That's it. Yeah. So I'm not here to be popular. I'm here to do the will of the Father. If David attacked a lion, eesh, eesh, Verse 10. Then Judah said, the strength of the laborers is failing and there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. Verse 11. Stand to your feet. And our adversaries say, they will neither know nor see anything till we come into their midst and kill them and cause this, the work to cease. Verse 12. So it was when the Jews who dwelt near them came that they told us ten times from whatever place you turn, they will be upon us. Verse 13. Keep going. Therefore, I positioned men. Look, the guys were losing the fire. 
But one guy still had fire. Who is this guy? Nehemiah. What did he do? He positioned men behind the lower parts of the wall at the openings. And he said, I set the people according to their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. Verse 14. And I looked and I arose and I said to the nobles, to the leaders and to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Verse 15. And it happened when our enemies heard that it was known to us and that God had brought their plot to nothing, that all of us returned to the war, everyone to his work. The fire that was in Nehemiah was transferred to all these workers whose strength was failing. And immediately they started building the wall. Amen. Lift your hand. Receive fire. Receive fire to drive vision. Receive fire to do the work of the ministry. Receive fire to build. Receive fire to perform miracles. Receive the fire of God to raise up a loyal church. Receive fire to raise up shepherds who will shepherd the sheep with honesty and loyalty. Receive fire to build the house of God. Receive fire to build cathedrals in the name of Jesus. Receive fire to be a great leader. May the fire I carry for the work of God be transferred to you today in the name of Jesus. May the fire I carry as a leader, as a pastor, as a visionary leader, may that fire be released into your life as well. In the name of Jesus, may you be a great leader. May you be a fiery leader. In Jesus' name we pray. We shout a big amen. amen. Somebody give God a praise. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.